Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson, and it's episode 121 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. I'm also using this platform to ask questions and try my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following episode introduction speech is for the topic of today, and that introduction speech is regarding, are we gods? Have you ever asked yourself a question regarding God? Do you believe in yourself as being somewhat of a God? Now, I know that sounds a little odd thing to think about because no one wants to think of themselves as a deity. But when I say think about yourself like a God, I'm referring to the way we structure the world in which we live that might come off as godlike, meaning mass production of plants and animals for human consumption. Also, look at how we design our infrastructure for mass transportation. God created the birds in the skies, and we created planes that are engineered birds that transport masses of people from one location to another. But then again, you need to ask yourself a question. How are we, if at all possible, gods? Will there ever be a time where we'll be able to do anything that may come off as godlike? It may be in the distant future, but there will come a time where people will perform some pretty impressive feats. So in this episode, I will explore just that. Are we our own gods? Let's first look at something we've talked about in the past. What is God? We have spoken about this in the past, and the God we look to is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the spiritual being that created the universe and the planet we live on. All the plants and animals on Earth, as well as humans who have domain over the lands and skies. Adam and Eve were the first two people who would go on to produce and populate the planet. Over time, there have been various religions that have sprouted out. There's always been small groups of people who had practiced rituals, but the majors would go on to dominate the planet, starting with Judaism and Christianity and Islam. Buddhism is a major religion from a population standpoint, but it's based more around spirituality and not a god that we all worship. But there is a human element to the way in which the world operates. And if we are talking about humanity in general, let's observe this from a scientific perspective. So now look at what is human. Our species is a carbon-based multicellular life form that has taken millions of years just for us to become homo sapiens. And over the past 250,000 years, there's been a major jump in our human evolution. Over that course of time, we've built civilizations, conquered lands, and went to war. But the ingenuity of our species that has built our global infrastructure is fairly new. Over the past hundred years, humanity has made a major technological leap. And a lot of this has to do with the global exchange of goods and services with the world. I could be living in the countryside of China and start a business that sells to customers in Miami, Florida. But besides this exchange of commerce, the mass communication and mass transportation has made the global connection of nations to each other has grown our civilization. Let's not forget the medical exploration from all around the world to the point we have cured illnesses that have lasted for centuries. But we also have made major contributions in treating illnesses that we don't have cures for that still exist. Let's not go in another direction regarding people. That is how we use logic and reasoning. Let's look at human logic. Our logic gives us the ability to make what we perceive to be rational decisions. And those decisions are used to structure the world in which we live. Well, how's this done? Okay, the smartest of our species stands back and analyzes the environment 
They see how everyone is moving about the land and they interact with each other. And from this point forward, that person writes that they see when the masses are not aware of their behavior. This is a psychological profile which sets as a template for the people in power to organize our societies. From here on, we start to make amendments to the rules for the ones that don't matter and keep on the books the ones that work. Don't be shocked if more rules are going to change over time. See, when observing the human species, no other creature thinks and moves quite like ourselves. That doesn't mean that no other species uses any other form of rationality. It's just that within a species, there are multiple animal categories. For example, lions, tigers, panthers, jaguars, and house cats are all forms of Philidae mammals. When you look at falcons, eagles, owls, and robins, these are all birds who belong to the same family as crocodiles, which are reptiles. And this is what stands us apart. It's just us. Then chimps are the closest relatives, but nothing quite like us because chimps, gorillas, and orangutans are more similar. Then with that, what has been discussed? How has all this affected our human beliefs? Let's look at our human belief systems. As we look over time and analyze our belief systems, you will notice something interesting. Early on in the first stages of humanity, you will start to notice cave drawings. And this is thousands of years older than the major religions that we practice today. There was no written language, but symbols which pointed to the beliefs that we had at the time. And what's interesting is that no matter what part of the world, all of humanity was seeking to understand ourselves by looking to the sky. But was it always to the sky? Well, no. There were wind gods and plant gods and the gods that over the lands and the gods that gave us animals to consume. Now you hear me say gods, but for the most part, these are spiritual beliefs. The idea of a god governing the masses didn't show until we started building civilizations. We trust the leaders in power in these civilizations, so worshiping a god became the rule of law. Human sacrifices were given as an offering to God. As we advance, religion became more humane and more civil than the past. Today, people are still strong in their beliefs, with most of the world still believing in God. Moving forward, who knows what the belief system could become? Now let's take a look at what man has built in our world, such as the human ingenuity. The building of our societies have always had some level of ingenuity that impresses the future generations as to how they built it. We often look back over time and ask ourselves how anyone could possibly create something so amazing. For example, the Great Pyramid of Giza is quite majestic in the scope of what it is. No one has ever found any evidence as to how this was built. Some people have even speculated that they had help from something outside this world. Now, to me, that sounds silly because they at their time had a normal civilization like today. There was always a method to build, but a lot of documents were burned when the Library of Alexandria caught on fire. In today's society, we have all the blueprints for how we build infrastructure. The documents for the future generations to see will be readily available for viewing. That means 1,000 years from now or even 10,000 years from now, you will see how the Empire State Building was constructed in New York City. Now that is assuming that civilizations don't collapse over time. Still, there will be blueprints to show future generations. Let's look at something else, like a human Achilles heel. What is something that humans have hard time grasping the concept of that affects us in a negative way? And that is the fact that we have a glitch in our system. It means we have an overall strength, but there is this weakness. Meaning, let's say that as a man, you're good at making money, but have a hard time building monogamous relationships. That sounds odd to a lot of people considering the same energy is necessary for meeting women. Now, making money actually is harder for most. 
But to this man, it's easier. So you must transfer those skills of what it takes to make money over to dating. That is a feat easier said than done because you've been doing something for so long that it becomes an aspect of who you are in life. So what is the Achilles heel for real? In my opinion, we find something in life that we're good at then focus deeply on that thing. We start to neglect other areas of our lives, so they fall. But that is just an area of our lives that we can't change because we all have something that makes us less than. Now let's look at the future of human ingenuity. Have any of you ever heard of something called the Kardashev scale, which is a scale of technological advancement of a civilization based on the level of energy that they can harness? The short form of naming it is called a type civilization. Currently, we're in a type zero, which is still low considering we are advanced as we are. Yet we're moving in the right direction. The poverty rates over the next 25 years will be at an all-time low globally. How is this done? Well, simply because food production will get better at producing more food. Now, there are places that will experience population decline. This means that the cost of living is rising, so people are having less children. But no matter how much the world gets better in society, we will never get to the place we think we can reach. Well, why? Why not? Well, why we will never achieve godlike capabilities for this reason. The human species is an imperfect species. So this idea of us being able to create these unlimited powers is just beyond our existence. Don't get me wrong, 2,000 years from now, the human species could look quite scary as to what we could perform. Remember from the last section, I said that we have not reached a type 1 civilization. Type 1 would mean harnessing the energy from the neighboring star to meet energy demands for life on Earth. This is far from what we can perform here on Earth today, meaning our sun is the closest star, which, is, which let's be honest, we cannot harness all the energy of the sun. The closest thing we have is the solar panels from gathering energy from the sun. Only problem for not being able to gather more is because the sun is 93 million miles away from us. And the other problem is getting close enough to extract more because what can you say? I mean, it's the sun. Another issue is traveling the distance to our next closest star for resources. Proxima Centauri, an Earth-like planet, but Proxima is 4.2465 light years away. In other words, at our current speed, we are able to travel. It would take 73,000 years to get to Proxima right now from Earth. So imagine trying to travel here that is a godlike feat within itself. Let's ask ourselves a question. Why do we need to be gods? Why? It's an interesting question because why do we need to be gods? It just doesn't make any sense. But just wait a minute. Do we truly do things to be gods on earth? Because we create great things. We can't help how impactful it is. The Biden administration just put out the photo of a cluster of galaxies within a new telescope. We will look back on this 100 years from now and go, wow, this is an interesting insight. It's our beginnings. And more that is out of and more that is out there in our universe as well as other universes. Are we going to be traveling to any of these galaxies? Absolutely not. Well, at least not until we find energy that we are able to harness, which will get to one of these galaxies. Once you enter the galaxy, what is inside? Well, let's not get too distracted and focus on Earth. So with that said, do we need to be gods on Earth? Not really. It might actually make us more of a detriment to ourselves. So with this end statement, why do we have to know if we are gods and why do we need to be gods? This has been an interesting topic to cover, especially considering we're always advancing the medicine and technology around us. 
This gives rise to pop to people asking what it is that we're trying to really accomplish. Do I think we're trying to achieve godlike status? Well, the answer to that is no. I think we're trying to stretch our minds further and further out. Is it scientists and engineers' fault that people are starting to question their faith base? Now, does science feel it is counterproductive to believe in God over them? Yes. But in no shape or form are they actually replacing God. Yet you can't help but ask some of the future projects that could raise some questions. I don't see us as gods because humanity is too imperfect to be a deity. And no matter how we go, it just won't happen. So, thanks for listening to In the Know. Now we're bringing you another episode regarding religion. The topic will be asking the question. What is the future?